Guerra on the court for the Raptors. And the three is good. Here's DeRozan. Get around Leonard and he banks it in with a tough shot. Ginobili spinning sends it over to Leonard. Leonard with a long three. in San Antonio. Yes. We are back. Finally, we are back. Uh, for those who missed us from our, uh, what is it now? Two weeks? Uh, I think it's just a little under, maybe two weeks. Uh, yeah, almost two week hiatus. We are back. Back in effect. Um, yep. Once again, I'm your co host, uh, Tyler, and I'm here with Mike, as usual. What's up? What's up? Um, welcome to the No Clue podcast. Um, we got a lot to cover since we missed. First, first, um, real quick, I'm gonna just say it was. It, I take full responsibility for the two week break. <laughs> I was having uh, microphone troubles, and hopefully, I figured them out. So yeah, it just means we're gonna be better than ever because yep. clear mics. We're good. Um. So obviously, the big deal. Uh, pro- is it the biggest trade of the off season? Yeah, biggest trade of the off season. Kawhi Leonard to the Raptors for Demar Derozan. Um, headed to the Spurs. Oh, along with Danny Green going to the Raptors too. Is anyone with Derozan coming to the Spurs? Um, no, right? Jakob Pertl. Oh yeah, Potal, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Maybe maybe one other guy? Am I missing maybe Pascal Siak? I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. Well the the big deal is no offense to the other guys, the big deal is right. the the two. Uh, well I think Danny Green is kind of a small He's a factor. He's a medium deal, yeah. Not big deal, but he's medium. But um so yeah, what what's the thoughts? Who won the trade? <clears throat> I think I think the Raptors won the trade for this upcoming year. Mhm. Uh but I think they're so fucked when it comes to uh what they're going to look like in the future. Mhm. Because from what we've seen, there's no way in hell Leonard is going to stay there. And from what he said, Right. He said so they, as soon as he got traded, he didn't want to play in Toronto. Right. So my thing is, the it could be they got him for a year, probably. Right, a rental. Yeah. So in the long run, I mean, after that, they're gonna hit the lottery. What are they gonna keep, Lowry? Lowry's like thirty something. So. Right. And Lowry's, I mean, he's a good good point guard, but you know, at, at a certain point, you gotta move on. Yeah. Well, they say that his um. You know, rapport with the coach is getting better and better, but I mean, it's been a week, so <laughs> it may get worse as the season goes on. It may get better. Maybe we'll say, you know, I actually do like it here. Maybe yeah, great all signs, all signs, kind of showed that Paul George wasn't staying, but you know, right. he figured it. He figured it out. So, right. Um, yeah. What, what do you think? What do you think they're gonna look like with those teams? I think 
I think in the big scheme of things, like as far as this next season, like you said, I think the Raptors won the trade, but I think the Spurs have the better. I'm trying to think how to put it. I think the Spurs will be better than the Raptors, but I think the Raptors won the trade. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I I think that DeRozan, DeRozan's scoring for them, I think he probably will get better with that system opposed to Kawhi. They'll be good in the East, but Kawhi being on there doesn't help them with anything but being still like competing in the East. It doesn't push them any closer to the championship. But I think that obviously it doesn't push having, them from getting out of the East. Not not much more than not much more of a chance than they had before. Okay. Well, without LeBron either way. I'm saying like when LeBron left, the chances they had without LeBron in the East is the same as it is now to me. Wow, okay. But the Spurs, I think that like you said, in the long run, I think they can get better. And knowing that you'll have DeRozan at least a couple more years. And then, you know, I'm curious to see him in Aldridge's uh, dynamic. I think that they'll be a better team. I think if they yeah, play, I think I pick the Spurs I, to win every game. Uh, yeah, I give also Popovich the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He got yeah. Tony Parker, you know, Tony Parker, I'm not going to say he plays like DeRozan, but they have a similar, like, scoring uh, way, like areas where they score from. Okay. So I, I think DeRozan can be effective. Not really, he doesn't have to be a point guard, but if he just gets moving more, just plays in a system, I think, I think he could do, I think he could do interesting things. I, I also think Popovich is one of the best at getting mid-range shots open on offense. And that's DeRozan's bread and butter. Like that's what he's that's what he likes the best. So right. I would think that he would blossom in that offense because that's Popovich is known for getting those open. He's gotten he's gotten respectable at shooting threes. Yes, yeah. He's not great, but you know he's he's shown improvement. Mm-hmm. I I also think he's a he's a better than decent leader, and I think that that team now. Is getting younger because Ginobili's going to be gone after this year, hopefully. As much as I love Ginobili's time to hang it up, but um, Aldridge is getting old. Uh, you know, Parker's gone. I think that they're going towards youth. And I think that DeRozan will be a good guy with the youth because that's kind of how the Raptors were getting very young as well. And he did a pretty good job, you know, leading that young team. I mean, he had help with Lowry, but he'll have help now also. I think he'll be a good leader for that team, though. A good uh, go-to guy for them. What do you think... um, What do you think, like, the ceiling is for the Spurs? Does this make them, like, a more of a contender? Uh... Because... They got to the seventh or eighth seed without uh, without uh, Kawhi, and yeah, I don't I, I don't think the Rosen's gonna come in there and like fuck their chemistry up. No, he and that's the thing that's really good about him. He doesn't take any he doesn't take enough shots. Like 
he's one of those guys that doesn't have to take a lot of shots either. Right. I mean, I know that he he doesn't do that much. You know, he's not a, a, an amazing defender. He's a good defender, not great, but his shots. He doesn't need the ball for a long time all the time. You know, he's a good cutter. Like I said, he takes a lot of mid-range shots, catch and shoot threes. He could do that now. So I, I think that with them, with him there, he is a good guy for chemistry because he doesn't do a lot of things that messes up chemistry. And I think it, I think it's better for them. I, I think they do have a higher ceiling. Yeah, and they're not. I don't know if they're a contender right now. I'm still not sold on um, Murray as like a as contending a point guard. Starting point guard. Yeah, not yet at least. It, and I don't know if he'll ever be like a playoff starting point guard but I I think that's probably the only flaw in them to me right now like major flaw what about I think the they loss of Danny get, Green I think um, I think they could replace Danny Green I think they can Maybe, not this year they haven't yet but losing Kyle Anderson was pretty big too to me when you don't have anyone else like that right when you have uh, such a young point guard, and you lose your other point guard, Tony, and Kyle was that point forward. So now they have like, you know, Murray and Patty Mills. Patty's not really a good point guard to me. Scoring guard he is, but not point guard. Right. So I think that's their point guard is a hole for me as far as them contending. So I, as far as the DeRozan thing, I think it pushes them higher. But the other stuff they let happen, losing Tony, losing Kyle. Losing Danny, I think that kind of evened it out. Because those were big to me. No, I agree with you. What about I, I how also do you think Danny they could Green get helps? younger? Oh, yeah, low. for sure. Down low. The centers? Yeah. Powell's not going to cut it. <laughs> yeah, they're. Uh, I think Jakob Pertl will, will do some good things for him. Oh, yeah, I do too. Yeah, he will. And I think that their small ball. With Aldridge and Rudy Gay, and um, their small ball could be dangerous if they if they perfect it. But if they have like you know Aldridge, Rudy, and DeRozan out there, that's a very athletic. And um, I mean, if Rudy's healthy, it's an athletic and dangerous small ball. You know, front court to me. So I, I think that. Um, if they perfect that, I think that they'll be good. But, yeah, I think they have other holes that will prevent them from being a contender right away. Yeah. But over time, I definitely think it makes them more of a contender. But I, that's why I don't think the Raptors are going to – I don't think their contending value got better. I don't know, man. That starting lineup, assuming Leonard is playing. Is Danny Green starting or uh, C.J. I Miles? Would, I would say so. Okay. So, Lowry, Danny, Ka- I mean, um, Kawhi, uh, Ibaka, and Valachunas. You, you don't think that's kind of a fire starting five? <laughs> it's a lot of inconsistent guys in the starting, lo- in the starting <laughs> five. A lot of locking up, too. Yeah, but you got to outscore the other team still at the end of the day. Anyway, that, that's where coaching is going to come in. So. Right, and they have a first-year head coach. Right, that's, so I, that's going to be tough. Yeah, I don't... Like, I think <laughs> their team is almost full of inconsistent players. 
Because their backup is then who? Van Vliet and and uh, CJ Miles. CJ Miles. <laughs> CJ Miles only plays well when it's against the fucking Wizards. <laughs> and Siakam. Hey, yeah, I hate I hate motherfucking CJ Miles. It's a lot of inconsistency on that team to me. You're right. No, you're right. So if they could put just two of them, and the problem is the guys who are consistent never like score enough to matter. Like Ibaka, did Ibaka have more than like sixteen, like more than five times last year? Probably not. I forget he even plays. Right, and you know Danny. Now that people see Danny can shoot, Danny doesn't get as many threes off as he used to. Right. Uh, Lowry, Lowry's probably the most consistent. And then, you know, we'll see what Leonard does. I haven't seen Leonard play in a year. So, uh, Valachunas plays good sometimes, and sometimes he plays absolutely terrible. Like, you know, sometimes he gets in foul trouble and it's like he's not there. Then they have to go small. And then they, now they lost their backup center. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. I know they, they're talking about getting Greg Monroe now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Desperation what a, time. What a, what a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the walking triple-double. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, like, he's just like Brooke Lopez. He is a player, if you are looking to lose, you should get Greg Monroe. <laughs> well, the Raptors <laughs> must be looking then, because <laughs> they're getting them. So, I, you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But, again, conclusion, y- you give uh, Raptors the nod this year? Yeah, this first year, definitely. After next year, you give the Spurs? Yeah. Yeah, I, okay, I agree. I agree. Same thing. And again, I think that the Spurs are more contenders now than they were. And I think the Raptors haven't really changed. I, I think Celtics still probably murder the Raptors with that team right now. Yeah, um, I agree with that. With, they'll have a hard time with the Wizards. For sure. You, you, you know my You know my perspective. <laughs> Yeah. Wizards so. are debatably the best team in basketball. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Carmelo is, has committed to the Rockets. Did he, he hasn't signed yet, though, right? No, I don't think so. Okay, but apparently he's committed to coming to the Rockets. Yeah, but it's kind of awkward that it's taking so long. Well, I think they were working out the Capella thing, because now they got Capella back yeah yeah, good point so um i think carmelo was the guy that obviously capella had the um leverage so i think that if they had gotten carmelo and couldn't afford capella it would have been a big mistake so i think they said you know Melo, give us a week we're gonna work this capella thing out and then you take whatever we can give you i think carmelo was probably if for a can to win a championship i think carmelo would do that because obviously he didn't care about the money or else he would just stay, you know, with the, uh, well, he, he got bought out. But he could have went anywhere and got money. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. So, um, with that that team, you know, they, they want, people are saying Melo might come off the bench. He's saying he's not. 
So, uh, what, what do you think of the team first? First foremost. Well, like, they got Capella back. Right. That was a big, big sign for them because they, they didn't pay him a crazy amount of money. Right. So, but, um, yeah, I already don't like that Melo's talking about that I, I'm a starter or whatever. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Tell me about the team first. What do you think about the team? I don't know, man. They got to get rid of Ryan Anderson. They right. pay him like twenty million a year to fucking suck. <laughs> um, and he's he's earning his money. <laughs> <laughs> no, but other than that, that's man, what they I pay just, him for. Mello, Mello's a he's bored. He's so good. He transcends like these other guys that we mentioned, uh, Brooke yeah. Lopez and Greg Monroe. Yeah. Because he's obviously way better than them, but he's the same type of player. He's a losing <laughs> player. He's a, he's, yeah, know, he's a anybody loser. who plays pickup knows like knows how toxic the the kind of player that Melo is could be. Right. right. He he holds the fucking ball. He takes difficult shots because you know he thinks he can hit anything. Nobody else touches the ball unless he gets double teamed. Like, nobody else has a rhythm, so then people wonder, oh, why are people around him playing bad? It's because he's fucking selfish. So, let me ask you this. So, you have no confidence in his um, ability to uh, adapt to this offense, right? None. Okay. Okay. (laughs) None. I just just don't think that... (laughs) I just don't think he could change, man. He he showed attempts to change, like this pat, and I liked how he attempted to change, but watching him attempt to like change his game, it it was like watching somebody who like wasn't comfortable with the game. wasn't wasn't Hall okay. of Fame comfortable with basketball. All right, I I, I, mean, was, I think I see where you're going. Breaking open shots. Mm-hmm. He was just losing the ball. He would, he wasn't moving. He wasn't giving you know as much effort as he could have. I just, he's a toxic player. Okay. I, I don't know I, why I'm so negative on a lot of these guys today, but it's just I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't regret anything I'm saying right now. He's the only one you've been negative on so far, and Greg Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I, you're right. I think he can, um, I do think he can change, but I don't know, this is what I think is a problem when you get Carmelo on your team, is that you have to be consistent in what you do with him. I think that the Thunder were inconsistent. I think that at first they thought, oh, we're gonna, he's just going to change, he's just going to be a spot up guy. He's just going to get it when he's open, when Westbrook passes it to him. But then some games, they took Westbrook and Paul George out and just let Carmelo just, you know, go free willy when they weren't weren't in there, right? right? So then, when you do that, I don't think Carmelo could just turn it off and turn it on like mid game, or like every other game. I think he has to just do the same thing the mean. whole season, huh? Yeah, I see what you mean. He's got to have some like consistency. Yeah, I think if. They told Carmelo, you know, you're changing. You're never going to go one-on-one ever again. And he did it the whole season. 
I think he would be better off, or it would be better off for the team's sake that way. I think that this back and forth, oh, yeah, Carmelo, take over. Okay, no, 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 don't take over anymore. Like, I don't think, that's not that's not easy for a score, for any right. score. You know, I, and it's hard. I, I don't know any other score that teams have really asked to do that in that manner. As good as good of a one-on-one player as he is, because they tried that the same thing with D Wade, with the um Cleveland, they right. tried to get D Wade to come in and be a role guy, defense. Then all of a sudden he was playing point guard, and was like the one-man wrecking show, you know, when the starters weren't in, and then when LeBron came back in, they wanted him to just stop all of a sudden, like you know, it's it's hard to do that. I'm with you. So I think that. If they do get Carmelo, I think he can adapt, but they have to do it all the time. They can't switch it up. They can't say, okay, Harden, you're out. You know, CP's out. Carmelo, do your thing, and then expect Carmelo so to come back the next game. So he just has to commit to being a role player full-time. Yeah, he can't be a part-time superstar, part-time And you believe that he could do that? I, I don't know if he can do that, but I think that if they're going to do it, that's how they have to do it. <clears throat> okay. I know he can't turn it on well, and turn it off. That's what I'm... Oh, I know he can't I, I, do the part-time. You're right time. about that, for sure. But I think that if he was going to do the full-time thing, he has to just do it. And, and, you know, there can't be no switching around. So, I don't know if I'm confident in that he can be full-time non-superstar, full-time role player. I don't know. But I think that that's more possible. That's all. I see your point. I... I can roll with that. So, who's your, for this team, who's your projected starting five? For the Rockets? Yeah. Is is Tucker, like, the still the power forward? Yeah. Okay, so it's it's Melo at the three, and then CP, Harden, and then Tucker and Capella? Yep. Okay. I think their bench is kind of, well, their bench didn't change that much. Well, I mean, uh-huh. they still got Gerald Green. Yeah, um, Eric Gordon. Yeah, Eric Gordon. They got James Ennis the third, two K superstar. I mean, he's okay. He can play. You know. I don't know how much they're gonna use him, but. Um. Yeah, Nene still there. Oh. Why do they still have Markel Brown? Wow! Shout out to. Shout out to Marcus Smart, backcourt partner from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma State. If you're an Oklahoma State fan, shout out to you. They had a really <laughs> athletic team. What, what was the, um, LeBron Nash? Yeah. They thought he was going to be a superstar and he was trash. But <laughs> <laughs> He was trash? Those three. Yeah, I mean, when he tried to play in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> when Smart came, like, he just, like, everyone forgot about him. That's I remember true, that one man. year, they were trying to, they thought he was going to go pro, you know, one and done. And then Smart started getting nice. And then. <laughs> they forgot about his ass. Yeah, then he just didn't go. And then um, he, like, stayed after Smart, didn't he? Instead of going early. And then they were trash yeah. after yeah. that. You're right. Yeah, so, um, anyway, 
Michael Carter Williams they also have on the bench. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's um, he's in he's survived in the league for way longer than he should have. Yeah, he did. Like, what is he still doing in the fucking league? Uh, holding the spot for other guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, taking the spot away from guys who deserve to be in there. Thank you, man. That's wild to me. Yeah. He has well, shown, he has not shown a lick of, like, point guard potential. After his first year. I'll yeah. Because that first year his... he was a beast. <laughs> right. And after that, he just just downgraded every year. Yeah. Yeah, well, Rockets, we'll see what the Rockets do. We'll see what Toronto does. We'll see what the Spurs do. Um, oh, as I predicted, huh? What other NBA news are we missing? Um, As I predicted, I feel like I need to say this. They did resign Smart. As oh, soon as Boston. The, yeah, as soon as the Kawhi trade happened. Like I said, I think they were waiting for that Kawhi trade to see if they could get him. Couldn't get him. When Kawhi got traded, bang. Like, the same day, they re-signed Smart. Yeah, I did notice that. So, they got Smart back. They're back, full strength. Um, You see the clips of Gordon Hayward uh, hooping? Yeah, I have. Yeah. He looks okay. Yeah, he's looking solid. Um, So, they, they're bringing back the same team, right? Uh, yeah, except Greg Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> right. So <laughs> so upgrading, if you want to be technical. <laughs> Greg Monroe got a triple-double last year, right? That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> one triple-double. He's a monster. <laughs> Lance Stevenson got a bunch of them one year. Yeah, he did. So Lance Stevenson should be LeBron's second-in-command. <laughs> <laughs> that freak show going on over there. We'll get to that. So, Celtics, are they coming out the East? Yes or no? The Celtics? Yeah. Look, as an objective Wizards fan, uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> right. I mean, um, they were they were probably better than Cleveland was this year. Right. It so, what, just... what I'm saying is they probably should have been in the finals. Yeah, they should have been. They should have been in the finals without Kyrie. <laughs> Right. And Hayward. Right. I mean, they're a game away. They just, you know, I, I just think those guys were too inexperienced. To right. They didn't, they couldn't out. win a lot of, they couldn't win any road games. And I think that was where the, well, the youth was the issue there. Yeah. I think, um, um, I think next year they'll all be better with, with dealing with shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Kyrie's experience. I think Kyrie's got the benefit of he could come back. And he could take a step back. He doesn't have to, you know, force himself. Yeah, but then if he does that, do you really have Kyrie? Well, I mean, I think that's what he might need to do in order for the team to gel all the way. Right, but again, talk about someone who's capable. This is what this was. This is the topic I wanted to cover with Boston. I. I'm skeptical about the chemistry of next year's team. They, they, I think they do got almost, a lot of players to manage. 
Yeah, I almost think this year was really bad for Kyrie because how do you take how does Tatum take less shots than he was? He he played amazing in but the I playoffs. Think that, I think that's the thing, man. I think there'll be a balance. I think Brad Stevens is that good of a coach. They have enough that's guys who, willing to sacrifice, you know, their shots for it to be enough. That that's gonna be the key is Brad Stevens, of course. They but, have a lot I of mean, questions, which, like you know, you got Gordon Hayward who is coming back, but how is he coming back? Is he coming right? back as a guy who's just feeling himself out, trying to contribute, or does he want to get back to you know, playing like the guy who got paid? Right. You you know you got Jalen Brown who thinks he's really good who's probably not very good but that's another story. Um, he's gonna want more shots. Uh, right. Rozier's gonna want clock. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. I, I, think, I think Brad Stevens will have the hardest job in the NBA next year from a coaching standpoint. And I think the most potential. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because if he can but, figure that you know, team out, they're they're scary. Yeah, for sure. They've re-signed paper, Aaron Baines of course, too. Yeah, on paper, of course, they they probably have the best team in the league on paper, other than the Warriors, of course. And I'd probably put them up there with the Rockets because they're deeper. Right. But uh, other than that, other than the Rockets and Warriors, I think hands down they're the next best team in the league. But I, I just don't... They haven't played together at all. Like they are full, haven't played together full strength at all. One game. And then in that game, Tatum wasn't who he is now. Brown wasn't who he is now. Roger wasn't who he is now. So, I, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what they... Yeah, no, what, I, I see what you mean in terms of they have a tough, uh, tough, like way to figure it out like how they're going to be able to gel together after what Rozier did for that team in the playoffs you know how do you give how do you manage his minutes with Kyrie's minutes you know he's he's playing half the time probably a quarter of the time he played in the playoffs this past year you know Shane Larkin's not going to play at all probably (laughs) Um, you know Smart I don't know how they use him do they Put Rozier some of his minutes. Yeah, you know it's it's just gonna be weird. It's gonna be no, weird to right. see. So I, I think um, I think people are kind of overestimating. I I, sh- well, I shouldn't say that. I'm, I don't want to say that Brad Stevens can't do it, but I think that people are making it out to be easier than it really will be for Brad yeah. Stevens. You, you know, you can't just say okay, uh, Jason Gordon, get out there and just do what you do best because. It's not gonna work. And all the shots those guys took last year without the two players that should lead them in shots is gonna be weird. Yeah. So um, we'll see, but I think listeners keep an eye out for that because you know. Yeah, the Wizards are still better. <laughs> <laughs> I did say I was an objective Wizards fan. And, you know they their acquisition of Dwight Howard, Super the ultimate man. chemistry. <laughs> They'll have the ultimate chemistry there. D twelve. 
Hey, don't sleep on Jeff Green now. I'm asleep. <laughs> anyway. I, I, anyway. I get it. I get it. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. So you brought up the Lakers, right? Yeah. Michael Beasley. I don't think uh, last time we talked, he wasn't part of that whole situation yet. Right. So what? What do you think about the pickup? I mean, what did he's. Beasley had some of the funniest quotes last last year. He did, yeah. Like before the year started, when he was saying like, uh, "Like I'm I'm your favorite favorite player, like fa- favorite player, or whatever." Yeah, uh, I'm mellow on the left side, <laughs> like all that stuff. <laughs> 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 that that mellow on the left side thing, I was. I was saying that for like weeks. I would just go like every time I would go hoop, I would like bullshit and make jokes like that. <laughs> that shit was so funny. <laughs> yeah. So what, what do you think about him on the Lakers? <laughs> That's the really question. I, what did I call him earlier? Must show or must watch? Yeah. Must watch TV, and I think Beasley just adds an, a more fuel to the fire. <laughs> I agree. What do you think this does for them, like, you know, on the court, Wes? I think I think he's a good acquisition. Really, I think it's one of the biggest pickups they've gotten. Yeah, because I think he, he can help them a lot. Yeah, because... Go ahead. My thing is, like, how are they going to get these guys to be, like, consistent... Because you're gonna need some of for them to be successful. Some of those guys are gonna have to be consistent contributors. Mm, do they though? I mean, how many consistent contributors did the Cavs have last year? Uh, I would say love, debatably. That's it, right? I would say Jr. during the season. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that. I'm not taking... (laughs) We're not accepting that. The judges aren't accepting that. Excuse me. That was... The more I think about that statement, the more I realize it was flat out wrong. So I... I I take it... uh, I uh, acquit it from evidence. Right. So, well, maybe you said that's it, right? Yeah. So I, I, I think that Kuzma and Ingram, depending on how much... How they use them, I think they can be together uh, do as much as love did maybe not as far as this, you know passing and rebounds but as far as point production and other stuff on the court defense and all that they, I think they'll be very consistent those two oh the other guys they just have to show up and and just play okay just like the Cavs did right in the playoffs I I'm, I'm struggling to remember who else was on the team other than LeBron Honestly, I mean, I know who's on the team, but I can't like think of a moment that everyone else on the court had other right. than Jr. not taking that shot when he should have, Hill missing the free throw. Like that's the biggest moment. I can't remember anybody else there. One thing you'll always get from Rondo, you on this team, Rondo should have nine plus assists every night if he does nothing else. What's their What's their second unit looking like? I would say 
their second ide- unit. Ideal second unit. I would go Ball, Stevenson. <laughs> is Lil, is Lil Dang on the team? Yeah. <laughs> or he's just there. <laughs> he he's on the team stealing money. All right, so I'd go Ball, Ingram. Oh, hold on. Let, let's say the starters first, though. The starters will be who? Rondo, LeBron, McGee, Kuzma. Hold on. Rondo, LeBron, McGee, Kuzma, and then KCP, I would assume. KCP, okay. So then Ingram's coming off the bench. So the bench would be Ball, Ingram, Stevenson, Beasley, and I would think Wagner. Okay. I don't think Zubak is is no, coming yeah, off no. the bench. But I, 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 I think Wagner's been playing good. I like that. Yeah, that's a good. That's, the more I mean, I, I say it out loud in my head, and I, I like the sound of that. The potential's there. Right. But is and I is think, it gonna be like you said? Is it gonna be Ball? Because I think. Rondo being in that backup role completely changes it. I don't think it makes. I would. I don't want Rondo and um, Stevenson out there at the same time. <laughs> Me personally, okay. I don't want Rondo. Neither one of them can shoot. First of all, well, and Stevenson's a capable shooter. <laughs> so is Rondo. Capable of missing. <laughs> Both. Well, They'll hit a shot every once in a while, but as far as shooting, I don't think so. Not I wouldn't want them there at the same time. And then Stevenson hold, hands the ball, holds the ball too long he to does, play with Rondo for, for sure. For Rondo to not be like a knockdown catch and shoot shooter with Stevenson there, and Stevenson not being knocked down with Rondo there, it's like having them. You know, yeah, it would just be worthless. Be awkward, to me. I agree. Yeah, so I would have. And then Ball, I think Ball would be better with Stevenson because Ball gets rebounds, he cuts. You know, Rondo doesn't get a lot of offensive rebounds. I would think, um, I think it's pretty close who shoots worse, Rondo and Ball. But I would rather have Ball there with the backups. I don't know if I want Ball and LeBron, you know, starting out the game. Because then Ball is checking my starting point guard. That's not good. Right. So, I'd rather bring Ball off the bench. Ball can go one, two, or three, you know, if he has to, you know, defensively. So, I I would go I would go Ball off the bench with Stevenson, with Ingram, and then who do we say Beasley and Wagner? Yeah, that that's not bad. And Beasley and Kuzma... That could be like a situational thing. How you want to start? I think, you know, I don't, what, I don't think In- he's mass- is Ingram really coming off the bench. That that's what I wasn't sure if it was KCP or Ingram. That's the that's where I would. That's how I would decide. I think I, I, think I would put Ingram in there instead of Kuzma. So Ingram would play what, the three? Yeah, and then LeBron at the four. Ingram, okay. So it would be Rondo, Stevenson, and Ingram. I mean, I'm sorry, Rondo, Ingram, and KCP. Yeah. Hmm. 
That wouldn't be bad. I don't know. I, I, I think Walton is the kind of guy that would switch it up a lot of games. I don't think anyone's yeah, going to... I think, I think, I think LeBron, they're going to spend... I think LeBron is good enough to keep them... Keep their record good enough for them to experiment with the lineups. Yeah, but also I think they'll be a situational type team. Like, I think they'll come... They'll play the Rockets and Kuzma or Beasley will start... I mean, I'm sorry. Like you said, Ingram would start when they play the Rockets. But then when they play, like... Well, the Pelicans aren't together anymore, but a, like a team with two twin towers, like the Pistons, I wouldn't want. I don't want LeBron guarding Blake Griffin all night. I would have um, Kuzma or Beasley in there with Blake, and then have LeBron on the outside. In that case, yeah, I mean, they could play around with it. I think yeah, so I- uh, what you said about. Uh, Brad Stevens having the toughest coaching job. I think Luke Walton's right up there. He he is, but his he's a lot his team has very smart players. Rondo and and LeBron doesn't you know, they coach themselves most of the time. You see what happens when you try to coach Rondo. Carlisle saw that. <laughs> and, you know, LeBron you know, um, Ty, Tyron Lue just got promoted to head coach of the Cavs this, you know, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> He's probably going to get fired pretty soon, too. Right. So, um, I think that those guys don't require that much coaching. I think Rondo, if you, you know, play enough games, Rondo will be coaching. Assistant coach to LeBron. Yeah, but I think or vice versa, Walton whatever. has to you know, has to figure out some type of system that they're going to use. He will. Definitely he will. He will. But I, I don't I don't think it'll be that hard, though. Because you have such good passers. Opposed to Boston, there's, like, no real point guards on Boston's team. Like, a real point guard. Right. And Lakers have the two, you know, two of the ten best in the league. I see what you no, I, I mean say. the potential's there, but also the the risk is quite high with a lot of these guys. It is, yeah. I think as far as attitude wise, they're gonna have a hard time. Walton will have a hard time. With Stevenson, with Rondo, with Beasley, with with LeVar Ball and with uh, McGee <laughs> you got some attitudes. I I did say LeVar, I meant that. Not Lonzo. Lonzo doesn't have a bad attitude, but <laughs> dealing with LeVar and LeBron in the same spotlight? I don't know. I don't know. We will see. He, he, he's definitely... It's going to be interesting. A lot, a lot of interesting things going into this year. It is a lot For of For everybody who's shitting things. on the NBA, I think y'all need to chill out. <laughs> who's doing that? I have friends who think, you know, it's a wrap because the Warriors are a guaranteed uh, win. I tell you what, if Cousins stays to next year, is the rest of the league might as well just not play. Because I do think it's guaranteed. If Cousins has, you know, if he 
if they figure anything out in the playoffs and he comes back full strength the next year, I don't, I, you know, I may take, I would take the year off if I was somebody in the league for real. I'd <laughs> fake an injury, say, all right, man, you know, I'm not gonna make it this year or retire. That would be a good time for like Melo to retire, because they would just they they would break records in games if Cousins is healthy. But right now, I don't think they're a wrap for this year. With if I haven't seen Cousins in the lineup, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see. And I haven't seen him come back. But if he comes in the lineup and they're good, and then he comes back healthy for training camp. That's a different story. Then I could, I might, you know, yeah, it might be a wrap. Unless, obviously, that's if no other teams make any moves. Obviously, if Kawhi comes to L.A. with LeBron, then then we might be talking about something different. Um, Kawhi is smart, waiting an extra year. LeBron gets another year older. So he could take the reins? Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Blake has a lot more years in his contract, right? Yeah. Blake Griffin. I tell you what, if he, they had Blake with Paul George and um, Westbrook now, you know that would look nice. But that, oh, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm getting too into fantasy right now. Real quick, short segment. Should D Wade come back or no? Uh, honestly, no. What is what is the point? Right. They're he's not going to even go to the playoffs. He's the got his guy. ring. You know, he got one by himself. He, mm-hmm. you know, he got two with LeBron. They had a good run. Mm-hmm. D-Wade has nothing left to prove. Right. So, the, I, I don't know. It just doesn't... If he joins like a... Uh, I can't even think of a team that he would like maybe add a contending piece to. <laughs> no, I can't either. So, uh, unless he's, unless he comes back that's... to Miami for like a last year run, kind of like a Kobe-esque thing. Yeah. Cuz D-Wade, D-Wade is loved in Miami. In Miami he is. He's a he's an icon over there. Yeah. So yeah, man. I think just retire as a as a Heat. Yeah, I think so too. And like you said, I, with the contending piece thing, I don't see him as like like I said about DeRozan. He's good with chemistry. Like he doesn't really affect chemistry. Yeah, D Wade definitely affects chemistry. Yeah. So I I wouldn't want him on a you know team that was almost there either. He just wouldn't fit. And then, um... I've got no problem with him going to play in China if he wants to promote the shoes or whatever. Those garbage-ass shoes he makes. <laughs> yeah, D-Wade, I D-Wade, I love you, but you, your linings are garbage, bro. Right. Garbage shit. They, they, look, they look good sometimes, but to hoop in, garbage. Yeah. Right. You see the uh, what happened between KD and uh, CJ McCollum? I did. Damn, CJ McCollum looked like a little real bitch coming out of that one. Yeah, he did. Um, 
I don't even know what to say about it, really. Yeah, bro. I, I just wanted to give give CJ McCollum. He's also starting a podcast. He is. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's one of his like first few episodes. Oh wow! So I I didn't I heard about it and like I heard a little sound bite. I didn't realize it was on his own podcast. Yeah, so he got KD to come come guest on the show and then get bitched at the same time. That's wild. He let the biggest snake in the NBA clown him. Right. Yes. That, that is that is a major L. <laughs> it is a major What's L. The, and then, is you it know, breakfast is it Breakfast Club that does like L's of the year or something? Like biggest L's? I think so. And is they there do sh- like Donkey of the Day and stuff. Yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah. That that yeah. right there. CJ McCollum for sure. I agree. Definitely. Um, what else? Basketball. Big three. I could talk about big three. Oh wait! Before you do big three, big deal is happening. NBA Live. Nineteen. You can now create a woman as your player. So I, I just Ooh. wanted to give a round of applause to NBA Live for progressing. As far that's, as um, that's pretty vicious. I can't lie. Yeah, as far I mean, putting girls on the video game. I mean, that's that's huge. They were on the the teams were on there last year, but now you can create a woman player. I mean, that's I mean that's huge. I never thought I would ever see that um, happen, and you know I'm I'm happy that it's happening too. I, I I'm gonna buy NBA Live 19 just because you know I, I want to support it. Yeah, I'm, I I want to support that. That's cool. I mean, because <laughs> the problem is, I think it's really awesome they do that, but I don't think enough people are going to buy it for them to, like, look, feel... Listen, look, I'm a video game, like, nerd. I never, I, I, uh-huh. I guess I never mentioned that on the podcast, but I, and lately, <laughs> the past, like, few months, I haven't been playing video games like that, but, uh, uh-huh. dude, live, I can tell you right now, I, that's great what you're saying, what they did. Like that's that's a really cool thing to do. Yeah. But the franchise has been garbage on from like a technical aspect. Oh, it has. Of course it has. It's been so bad that even though that's cool, but I'm not spending $60 for a broken game just because I support a cause. No, but I, I mean I I will still play the game. And I don't play video games that much for like for it to matter. Right. But I, I mean, it's, it's sixty bucks. I'll pay the sixty bucks. It, it's not like if now the game was like ninety dollars. Oh no, nah, I wouldn't do it. But sixty bucks, and I've always liked live until they started getting. All right, we'll do it. We'll do I a comparison. Say, I want to say till oh seven, maybe. I liked NBA Live oh eight a lot. Which one was Arena's on? Gilbert NBA Live oh eight. Yeah. That was the last one I liked. Yep. Yeah. When you were like in the court by yourself, yeah. waiting for the the menu, yeah. that was nice. That was <laughs> that smooth. Was nice. Yeah, I remember the one uh, the one year after that. I think with KG was when the franchise started to go go down. Yeah. It well, the thing is too. I couldn't at the time. I couldn't tell if 2K was just getting better or live was just getting worse. 
and like it, it seemed like 2K just surpassed them in technology. Yeah, I think but I think 2K was taking steps forward while Live kind of didn't for for a number of years. Yeah, right. I'm going to get both games. So I'm it's not that I'm going to get Live and not get 2K. But, well, I'm getting uh, FIFA before I get any of that, but <clears throat> FIFA's going to be hard this year too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to throw that out there. People who didn't know, the ladies who listen, if you like basketball, go ahead and get, you know, get NBA Live. I mean, yeah, that NBA Live really 19 cool thing, and though. Yeah, you know, make yourself Give these guys buckets. Girls dunking on the game and stuff. It's, it's cool. Can't I saw a little trailer had Candace Parker on there. I thought it was interesting. So check it out. That's interesting. So big three. Big, big three. Big three. Alright, so we just we us. just went through week uh was it five and six? I believe we just uh, passed uh week yeah, five and I six. Think it was. I think it was, yeah. Week week five was and I was I was praising Big Three for like the first three four weeks. Mm-hmm. Week five was a disaster. I watched uh, every game. Why was it a disaster? <laughs> I watched every game with a company of four, four uh-huh. four men who also play basketball and are knowledgeable in the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we started watching, we were both, you know, awake and excited and in a good mood. And mm-hmm. throughout the three, three and a half hour experience, we were very bored and okay. sleepy by what was happening on the TV. Right. It was, uh, I mean, guys are missing layups, missing free throws. Guys are fouling like repeatedly. Uh, without any intention to play defense, uh, guys like just uh, the guys who aren't that old looked old. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no excuse if uh, if Coutinho Mobley is in t- tip-top shape. There's no <laughs> excuse why Stephen Jackson is not in tip-top shape. It looks like he hasn't he hasn't touched a basketball since the previous week's game. Shout out Coutinho Mobley. Shout out to Coutinho Mobley and um, the original Steph Curry, uh, Mahmoud Raouf. Yeah. Both of them, they're probably the two oldest players, and they've been cooking. They they probably reached like the best stature out of even all of the old players on there. Yeah. Like and, As far as, you know. And this previous stars. week was a little bit better. Uh, some of the games are really competitive, so I think they're back. But that, that just... Man, that week five performance from every team was so bad and so boring. Yeah, okay. So, um, that was week five, you said? Yeah, week six was much better this past Friday. What what made it better? They It was just, just more competitive. Were Guys are playing better. Yeah, some of the games are close. Some of the shitty teams uh, won like their first or second game. Like the Ghost okay. Ballers. Who were uh, zero and five? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Ghost Ballers had Carlos Boozer, Mike Bibby, uh, and they can't win a fucking game. That's wild to me. Two all stars too. Carlos Boozer, Carlos Boozer leads the big three in rebounding. 
Well, he's he tied. He's tied with a uh, Reggie Evans. Wow. <laughs> Who, by the way, this past Friday had like twenty three points. I saw. I think it was week four. Reggie had a decent game. That's crazy. Buckets. <laughs> Boo Boozer, like Boozer, can really go off because you could tell the guys can't really guard him. mm Hmm. But yeah, man, it's it's fun, man. It's a good good Friday night little little show to watch if you got nothing better to do. Or we, I mean, we watched it. We went out right after we watched it, so we kind of we oh, were okay. set up like in a good good strategy. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> um. Oh, did you watch any of the the basketball tournament? Basketball tournament. Yeah, the TBT, the like yearly summer tournament, all the amateur teams for the um, two million dollars thing. Oh, not at all. Uh, I I watched it and um, it was interesting. Some good games. I, I like. <laughs> Jimmer was cooking. Was the Ohio State team still there? Yeah, cooking. They're, they they were, were I remember they were really good. Yeah, they're good. They're um Syracuse's team was very good too. Um I haven't kept up with the bracket though. Like I don't know first of all, I'm not sure how the bracket works. And then second of all, I don't know who's like winning or not, like who's in the finals. I mean the you know, I don't know what's going on in the bracket. But mm-hmm. I do know um Thursday it is overseas elite versus the Marquette team, and then it's Team Fredette versus Everline Drive. I don't know. I don't know who Everline Drive is, but so if you guys are Jimmer fans, you know, check out ESPN on Thursday. He's back. Jimmer's been cooking buckets. everywhere but the league. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Actually, they took out um, Jimmer's team. Took out. The Ohio State team. Wow. Yeah, Aaron, and the Marquette Aaron Kraft team. wasn't getting all, all up in his shit. What happened there? No, I don't. He he didn't play this year. I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I saw them play, he wasn't playing. It was some other guy. Um, and then the Marquette team beat Bayheim's Army, the Syracuse ex Syracuse squad. So they weren't playing zone, were they? Yeah, they were. Of course. Some trash. Dievendorf and uh, Sutherland. You remember Sutherland? Oh my God, trash! <laughs> what was his name? James? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> trash. I, he was so nice in college, though. His his <laughs> jump shot was pure. I'll give him that. And he was so tall to be such a good shooter. Then went to the league and was butt. He was on I the Celtics for for a second. Sad. Sad how they how they go. Yeah, they can leave. They can exit just as quickly as they arrive. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, anything else as far as sports go? Any other sports news? Um, Nothing really. Yankees traded and got a pitcher from the Blue Jays. I think his name is Hap. I'm excited for that. Because we've been sucking lately. Uh, 
I really only know Yankees baseball news, folks. So sorry if you guys are baseball fans. Uh, you can enlighten us on baseball news. Hit us up. Uh, I don't have anything else as far as sports go. I don't think football. Nah. Yeah, football Nothing. is another about another month for us to really get into it. I mean, we'll we'll talk about like the preseason stuff. But I have I have plans to watch a lot of football this year. Yeah, I think S- Sunday. The way my Sundays are set up, uh, I'm gonna be are watching you, a lot of games. Are you like a Are you a fan of a team, or are you like a player fan? Uh, I'm a game fan. I like when like the matchups are interesting. Okay. I usually watch I like, like the prime, usually the prime time games. Uh. Monday, I, I watch Monday nights just because it's like, I don't know, it's it's always, usually the Monday night matchups are kind of disappointing, but it's like that one yeah. special game, I don't know, something about the fact that it's one game on Mondays that draws my attention. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, real, oh, real quick about football, um. I saw that the Ravens are thinking about running a two-quarterback offense. No so way. Yeah, with Lamar Jackson. No, I My believe you. I just, draft, I'm saying no way to it working. <laughs> well, I'm curious to see if they do it. I, 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 I made it. a bet with a friend of mine. By week five, Lamar Jackson will be in the starting lineup. He's If he gets... Like the chance, he's my vote for uh, rookie of the year if he gets the chance. But I don't think he's gonna get the chance. So I think by um, week five he'll give Flacco out of there. Really? Flacco has been garbage for so many years. I know they keep paying him though. I mean, they no, like they him. paid him one time since the Super Bowl, and oh, they're yeah, still that's, that's you right. know the NFL contracts are, can be long as shit for quarterbacks. Yeah, they can, yeah. Yeah. They might um I don't know. You we'll saw see. Uh, we'll see what happens. You saw what's his name? The guy from the Rams, the running back. Um what? Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. He got paid like the most ever guaranteed to a running back. While Le'Veon yeah, Bell struggled to get another one year deal just because they can't agree on uh like how much money they're willing to guarantee him. Yeah, the NFL is weird, man. Their contracts are really crazy. Yeah, but it's I get NBA. it because the risk for injury is so high. Yeah, it is. It's yep. so unfair, but at the same time, I understand why. And, and it pisses me off that they expect it to change. I don't think it will. And the other thing is, that's kind of weird about the NFL is that... It, it's easier to get your spot taken in the NFL than other sports. For sure. Too. Look at uh, because they have like four players at every spot. Like Eagle, on the team. Eagles got got problems now with uh with their quarterback situation. Right. Yeah, they do. So, you know, that's one thing that's tough. Like uh, basketball, some teams only have like two players that. Like two point guards on the whole team. Yeah. NFL, you have like four of every position on the team. So, you know, you could easily get your spot taken. Here today, gone tomorrow kind of thing. 
that's tough. But like you said, we'll get we'll get into more NFL later. Definitely. Um, so uh, let's transition to music. Music been pretty pretty uneventful the past the past week or so. Yeah, it has. Uh, um, I'll I can talk about real quick about songs that I've uh, noticed that have been interesting. All right, don't say your gem yet though. No, I'll no, no, just new songs that mm-hmm. uh, that have caught my the the new DJ Khaled song. Yes, is is yeah. just very good. It is. <laughs> is it better than um on the one? I don't know. I need a, I need a couple more listens to to really <laughs> oh. to really determine. Real quick, I really like the uh, I really like the beat for this song a lot better than the other one. Yeah. As far as like, well, it's like a it's one of those you could like hit at the cookout like everybody's kind of happy kind of thing. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? It's nice. It's radio like friendly it. for like sure. It. it is for sure. It's gonna yeah. be top top songs list for a good probably week or two. I also think Assad looks really cool on the on the uh, cover. The yeah. album art, the little cartoon Assad looks cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so DJ Khaled, he's back. Beeves, Quavo, Chance. Why did Lil <laughs> Wayne get left off of this? I wonder. You think he was left Where off of it? I mean, I thought it was going to be like, you know how they did um, I'm On One again with no new friends. I thought this was going to be like that. Like this was going to be I'm the one again. But Well, I don't know. They changed it up. Uh, made Lil Wayne could be busy doing, you know, whatever he does. <laughs> Which is... Lil Wayne dropped two mixtapes this year. He gave them to you back yeah, to back. I know, but but that doesn't say what he does because he does that all the time. <laughs> okay, but at like, some point he's running dry. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, why is he running dry? He, he, trying to think how to put it. Like, he's got a f- fuck ton of music. That's why. I know, but where's the albums? I need that I, card I of five, him and Birdman man. We're done. I need that Carter 5. Yeah. Drake better be on at least two songs on there. Two. At least. You said who? Drake. Two two songs? Yeah, two. Just a hook on one and then a verse on a verse and hook on the other one. Or just a verse. He, there needs to be one where he's just a hook like uh what's the one they had um the future the uh it'll come back I'll, I'll think of it but he he needs he needs something to get him on the radio and I don't think Wayne's gonna get on the radio alone yeah probably not and I think you know Drake you know obviously Drake is the key <laughs> love me that's what I'm talking about. Ah, uh, okay. Just give uh, just a little of Drake's voice on there, like "Love Me." Yeah, and then and it'll be fine. He's back on it. Yeah, 
I agree. My, uh, but some of the other songs I really like, uh, Yes Indeed is growing on me. The mm-hmm. the Drake Lil Baby combo. Yeah. Uh, I also Taste is another one that's growing on me with Offset, Tyga and Offset. Yeah, Taste is nice. Uh, that <laughs> that's you're late getting uh growing on to that. Yeah, I know, but I've been kind of on the Pandora. Uh, the past oh, okay. like week or so, so. Okay. Some other some other like songs. Praise the Lord is another late one. The ASAP Rocky. I st- I still don't really like the album, but that's that song when it comes on is like a good, good fun song to come on. Okay. And one last one is uh, Rich the Kid Plug Walk. Yeah. Another but late fire nice. track. All these all these could sneak into my well not all, but some of these could sneak into my top ten at the end of the year. Plug walk definitely can. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It it plug walk could be in like in my songs of the year, but it won't be in like my favorites. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it'll be it's just a good song. You know right. what I mean? Um Have you heard Swish by Tyga? Yes. Do you like that? I think it's cool. Yeah, it's in like I don't know. I'm excited. It sounds. I'm excited huh? for this upcoming album from him. Because <laughs> he's not singing. <laughs> <laughs> I no, but I like his previous. Uh, what's the project he dropped? Was it last summer or the summer before? Bugatti Raw. No, no, or, no, 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 stop. Is Beach House <laughs> something too? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I do. Hold on, hold on. The one with um, Move to LA on it? Yes. Yeah, Move to LA was nice. That was one of my songs of the year. Is it Bitch on the Shit too? Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> I thought you meant the mixtape, the Bugatti no, Rock. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. But hold on, you didn't like this? <laughs> you talking about <laughs> Swish right now? No. <laughs> this is off the singing album. You didn't peep this? Drop Rule and Ashanti? Oh. This was good. That kind of went hard. <laughs> like this, this song. No, I know he can thing. sing. I like this project. But I, th- I don't think this next one's going to be like this. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. So, it's yeah, not. so I'm going back a little bit. Okay. To yeah, what I, I what think this next project is going to be like. Probably. Yeah. So you're saying you you like the recent rapping about Tyga? Yeah, I think he's course, he's yeah. on pace to drop a good project. Um, <laughs> I want to say one thing, and this is about uh the one and only Tanache. This is for you, baby. Tanache is stuck on Vince Simmons for some reason. Yes or no? I wouldn't know, man. You tell me. <laughs> All right, so let me. The timeline goes: they get together, blah blah blah. 
they break up. Her brother goes crazy on Twitter. You know, starts cursing people out on Twitter. Um, then uh, <laughs> Ben's dating. Uh, oh, Ben says he broke up with Tanache because she was doing Kardashian-like stuff by, like, uh, you know, calling paparazzi wherever they went and, like, you know, telling the media they were going out to dinner and, like, making a big deal out of it, right? Right. She was wearing his little number necklace. What number is he? Is he 25? I don't know. He's not that good. <laughs> well, he, she was wearing the 25 necklace and her like photo shoots and stuff so um you know then he broke up with her he started dating uh kendall kardashian like within within a day right within a day like that he broke up with her on friday and then he was spotted leaving her kendall's house on sunday something like that and then um so you know later on i want to say two weeks later she's at the club and um, Ben and Kendall at the same club. You know, she was spotted with Blake Griffin, and it turns out they were just friends. And she goes to the club, and they're like, Tanache, did you see uh, uh, Kendall and Ben at the club? She's like, Yeah, and Ben's texting me. Like, he's texting me from the club. Like, that's so crazy. He's stalking me, right? She says that, and then that turns out to be a lie. Like, she made that up. <laughs> so. Like, what is she doing? And <laughs> why is she doing it? I don't understand, bruh. Then, then, she comes out with a, like a, like a diss track, in a way. Which, I'm, I'm just gonna play a snippet of this, because I feel like, I want people to hear this. And I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. So, if this is about Ben, Tanache, come on, girl. <laughs> you do so much better. I mean, it's just been, like, what is her, pro like, what is the deal with? It was the same as uh, Amber Rose obsessing over 21. Right. Like, That's why? Why are these... Oh, here, this is why I want people to hear this part. Wait. This is how I knew it was about Ben. Too easy like a free throw? Mm. Uh, yeah, who do we know is not good at shooting free throws? <laughs> Process yeah, of elimination, <laughs> Ben Simmons. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> she comes out with this like <laughs> song about Ben Simmons. Come on, man, Tanache. What are you it's doing? It's like that meme, the meme of the dude who like with the black dude who like points at his head, like oh shit. <laughs> yeah, we know Ben's terrible at shooting free throws. We know they just broke up weeks before she let this out. So like. Obviously, it's about Ben. So, 
I don't. I want to know why celebrity artists get stuck on these other celebrities. Like you're a celebrity for a reason. Yeah, I don't know. Like man. we think, we look at them and think that it's just easy. They could just snap their fingers and have anyone they want. But then we see them, you know, getting these major breakups, and we realize they're, you know, they're human. Of course, and they act like it. They don't know that they can't. That they can just snap their fingers and get whoever they want. But I guess, I mean, she had said before she dated Ben, and I know this because I'm a Tanache fanatic. She said this before she dated Ben that um, she didn't want to date athletes because they were too messy. So then she dates one anyway. (laughs) And then, then, you know, she goes crazy. She's tripping, bro. She's not making good decisions. She like she like Kawhi Leonard. She got bad team around her. Yeah, she does. People telling her to do shit that's just not in her nature. Right, but I do like the song like I used to. So go check that out. And she just came out another new song, "Throw a Fit." (laughs) Another wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds pretty breakupy to me. (laughs) But uh... (laughs) we don't want to. We don't want to. You know, make accusations here or anything. Is she gonna make like a? <laughs> oh, dude! You remember you Robin remember, oh my! I was just about to say that garbage <laughs> ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yo, that was a fucking Robin disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know what? You know what really blew my mind with Robin did? <laughs> what? He like used <laughs> like he used like another beat. Like oh, <laughs> it's like he used the Lost Without You beat and like sped it up and just said, I'm gonna use this again for Paula. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You remember Lost Without You, right? Jesus. Great song back then. <laughs> Man. Why, why are they making full albums about their exes? He called it Paula, too. Jesus. He's <laughs> it's 15 like, songs. Bro. And then, you know, that's what he... You're going to stand on stage and let Miley, you know, twerk all on you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically rape Miley Cyrus on stage. And then you're going to be like... Make us album about Paula. I'm like, come on, man. If I was named Paula Patton, I would have like, I wouldn't even see Miley on stage. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> anyway, he was tripping. Tanache, figure it out, baby. I love you. Yeah, I'm I love saying, your I artistry. See, I want to see you put some better music out too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but wait, if this is helping her put better music out. It's all good. Do what you do. Do what you're doing. Cause yeah, whatever, wherever you find the motivation. That last, that Ben Simmons diss song is like one of the best songs I've heard from her in a while. Honestly. <laughs> so, you know, if that's her inspiration, that's good. Keep breaking up. Taylor Swift, that's her game. That's true. She dates everyone in the industry and breaks up with them and then makes a song about them. And then, you know, she goes platinum every time she wants to. So... You know, maybe Tanasha is trying to follow the guidelines. 
follow the method. Right. Anyway. Yeah, so that's... I wanted to just break down uh, <laughs> Tanache real quick. That was a decent segue from sports since Ben is involved. Um, uh, Dave East, Karma 2 came out. Ah, I'm excited. Yeah, I, um, I listened to it. And it brought me to want to talk about this topic with you. Um, do you think that some artists can put out too much music? Oh, for sure. And and how do you feel about like features of like nobodies? And I when I say nobody, I don't mean like. You know, I'm not calling someone a nobody, but I'm saying these features that no one has ever heard of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember Logic started doing that way earlier than I thought he should have. Right. But um, are you referring to uh, are you referring to King Shooter or Floyd King Miles? Shooter, Floyd Miles. I don't know who D Jones is. Yeah, I mean Border Buck. I don't know who Border Buck is. <laughs> I know every, <laughs> I know everybody else, but Yeah, yeah, of course. Low Buck Boy J B is a little early. Well I mean, I guess he's hot right now, so I get it. You know, Lil Dirk is hot right now, I get it. Trouble Trouble's kinda hot. He's on and off. Gunna is kinda hot right now. And then Don Q, you know, he's a New Yorker too, I think. Yeah, right? Don, Don Q's pretty good. I heard him in a couple freestyles. Yeah, he's tough. But, you know, and then he... The album has like 19 songs and only one of them... I'm sorry. Three of them are over four minutes. So it's very short songs. Um, I'm not going to say too much specifically about the album. Because I'll wait for you to listen. We'll come back to it. Yeah. But I do want to say that I think sometimes guys like Dave East release way too much music. I hated... like um, He had uh, Paranoia, A True Story, and Paranoia 2. Yeah. I thought both of those were really bad. Right. But I really liked uh, Kari Chanel, I think it was. Great. Great album. Yeah. I really like that one, and I like the I like select songs from him. Like sometimes, it's random. Sometimes songs from him will pop up on YouTube, uh, and I'll just like check it out, and it'll be good. Right. So he's he's a typical New York artist, but I, I like it. I'm a, I'm a fan. My problem. I'm a fan of his too, and I I it's kind of weird because. I probably can't name like five songs by him that I like, but I like him. And it's, I don't know, I'm trying to think how I can explain why. I just can't name like off the top of my head certain songs that I like by him, but I really want him to succeed because I do like his style and I like him as a rapper, but I just don't, I'm not like a song fan. Does that make sense? Right. No, I get it. Yeah, so, like, I think artists like him, um, 
trying to think of someone else. Like, I, I think a lot of the Young Money guys, this happened to early. Like, other than Drake and... Um, and I think it's kind of happening a little lane now. I think when you put so much other music out, and then you try to have this album, then, like, I'm... Like, you can just say, you know, I don't really want to hear him anymore. Like, like if Drake had two albums in the same... Like, if he let another album out this year, I would be like, okay, well, like, I've, I have... I've had enough Drake for the year already. I, I shouldn't use Drake as an example, because that's, that's not true about Drake. There's certain people that I would say, you know... If Wiz Khalifa dropped another project... Yeah, I'd be like, I'm, I don't want to hear any more Wiz this year. Right. Like, I'm done. So, with Dave East... I think sometimes guys like him can fall into that and it's like I just finished listening to the last mixtape and now this one's out. And, you know, I didn't love the last one and now other artists are making good stuff. Like, why would I stay with this artist and just hope that it's good when I have already, you know, had a bad experience and I'm already having a good experience with somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So... I'm not saying that this happened with this album. I'm, you know, but I noticed that about Dave Eves that he has a lot of songs. And then the verses, you know, I think sometimes I have one nice verse on a song, then I'm the second verse is kind of trash. Then like, you know, he should have saved that nice verse. And then another song that has only one nice verse, and then he would have had one really good song for the album. I I think rappers can run out of words. Is, I guess is the big yeah, thing. I, I think his albums have been too long. I think that's the big. He made like Pusha T, you know, uh, eight song albums. Mm-hmm. I think his albums have, have a lot more replay value and just sound a lot better. Yeah. It, it's. It, you know, it's the percentage game they kind of play. Because now it's like the percentage of the AV songs that I like is like down to. Eight percent, opposed to like, you know, someone who only puts out eight album, I mean eight song albums, then my percentage would be like I like four out of every eight song album, then you know my percentage is high. But if you say I like four out of every nineteen hmm. song album, and then one of the albums I don't like any of them on, then the percentage is so far down. Then you like I I'm not sure if I'm still a fan anymore. You know what I mean? Wow. I'm, I'm not so, again. I'm not talking about Davies right the second. I'm saying overall though, that's what happens to me. So I've I've had that happen with people before. Yeah, it's like man, you know, I thought I liked him a lot, but <laughs> he released four or three albums, and I've only liked eight total songs. So then you're like, man, I must not really like him all that much. So that that's what happens sometimes. I think with rappers. And um, other artists too, but specifically rappers. That's kind of almost what happened with me and Tory Lanez for a while. Hmm. When the um, the last two mixtapes that he released like the same day. Yeah, chicks came chicks out. Chicks tape in New Toronto. Yeah, the two, two of number two for both of those. I was like, uh, it's a lot of stuff on here. I only like a couple of them. So, but then I liked the album eventually. So. 
you know, that's all. That's my deep dive with that for the day. Um, moving on. Uh, I listened to Buddy's album. Um, I think we talked about Buddy once on here, didn't we? Uh, maybe. I don't recall. Um, yeah, he's, uh, I'm not sure. I think he's from Compton. But, um, he's a, he's a good rapper. He's different. Uh, you know, good. I think if you haven't heard of him, go check him out. You know, he's, he's a good, it's a good break again from the mainstream guys. You know, you hear a different flavor. You know, for once, he has some good features. Snoop, uh, Ty Dolla Sign. If you're into Khalid, Khalid's on there. You know, it's good. I think it's Harlan and Alondra is the name of the album. So, for the listeners, go check that out. You know, Spotify, whatever. However you do it. It's a good good project. What genre um, I won't is say it? it's... He's he's a rapper. Okay. Rap. I won't say it's, you know, one of my favorite of the year, but it's it's good. Um. Then, uh, are you familiar with the internet? The internet. Yeah, the group. Nope. So they're like a alternative R and B, kind of like a funk modern funk band I would say they released their album Hive Mind last week and I thought it was a very very good project uh uh I was gonna play a snippet but I don't think I want to I think I'll just let people listen to it um if you never heard of them go check them out too if you're interested in R&B if you're not like a hard rap fan uh it's a good project um, I'll play a snippet of them at another time, just not right now. Uh, what else you got for music? Uh, in terms of what I'm going to be checking out other than Dave East, uh, Denzel Curry. Oh, yeah, yeah. TA, did, TA1300. I'm going to be checking that out for uh, Wednesday, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Denzel Curry. That- You're a fan? I liked his previous... I wasn't a fan of before the last one. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I forgot what it was called. Imperial. Okay. I liked Imperial. Actually, it wasn't the last one. I didn't like EP. Uh, but I don't really remember it all that well. So maybe I just... Maybe I didn't give it a proper listen. But Imperial, I really liked. Okay. So I'm gonna check this out. All right. Um, Astro World, August third. Is that, what is are that your guaranteed? It's rumored. Uh, I think his I think his producer gave that out. So uh, I'd say it's a good chance. You got any uh, expectations? I mean, his last his last album was the best album of the year. Yeah, it was. I agree. What was it, 2016? It was, I, yeah, I think so. Late and 2016? Was, yeah, and I think it was, in my opinion, it was flawless. 
Yeah, that I <laughs> still honest. go back and listen to that album. Yeah, and, and you know he did Huncho Jack too. Huncho Jack, okay. Jack Huncho. That was okay. So that was more recent. It was just okay. Didn't yeah. have a lot but of staying Birds power. in the Trap. Right, it, maybe three songs on there were nice, but Birds in the Trap, yeah, flawless. Yeah, I'm so Fuck from Astro World. What I'm expecting, I think there's gonna be some hits on here that are like really like they're gonna stay in my phone for a long time. Uh huh. But as an overall project, I think it'll be a letdown. Hmm. Okay, I was not expecting that, but okay. Cause if if Watch is Watch an Astro World single. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. I thought I think Watch was just a Lucy. Okay, so Butterfly just, Effect is though. Butterfly Effect was a Lucy too. Oh really? Wow. Okay. Well then. From well, this is what I, I've heard from people who are like major Travis fans. I like Travis, but I'm not like a. I don't follow him enough to like know everything, but they told me that. Butterfly Effect was a throwaway from Birds in the Trap. And uh, this watch was like a throwaway off of Kanye's. Like, it was supposed to be on Kanye's thing. Wow. So. It's a mistake to throw it away, but okay. Right. I like watch. It's really catchy. And, and I mean, if Butterfly Effect was on Birds in the Trap, just would have been even more of a... Oh, for sure. So I don't. So yeah, man, I'm excited. I think he's he's been on a run. He's he's kind of on a hot streak right now. He is. He's on a run. He's on like that hip hop run where he's just I don't. He's not dominating, but every time he's released a song or or been featured in a song, it's been good. Right. Um, He's a father now. So are you expecting any? Father lines? Yeah, maybe a couple. Okay. <laughs> I'm not with the rah-rah, I am a da-da. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's not... I don't really listen to Travis for lyric, lyrics. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a vibe guy for sure. Yeah, he is. Because he doesn't write... He doesn't write most of his lyrics anyway. He probably doesn't. So... <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I guess I would probably say the same thing for my feelings about it. I think it's probably going to be... I think I'll have one smash. Maybe two smashes. And then the rest gonna be, just be... Who's going to be featured on them, though? That's the real guess. Hmm... It's hard to, he, he threw curveballs at me last time with the features. So he's I done know. that for a while. I mean, the, remember Rodeo had Young Thug and Justin Bieber. That yeah. was like insane at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was. He had a lot of people on there that I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, so like even he's... Schoolboy on there was kind of weird to me. Schoolboy, that song wasn't very good. It was too long. It wasn't, but. It, he's just a weird feature compared to like the other people 
on there, like following like the same we had, category. We had Sway Lee and Chief Keef. <laughs> like some about the the combos are just fine. And that song Nightcrawler, that was a pretty good song. It was, it was yeah. That first album, I really didn't like the first album actually, but like when I go back to it, it's better. But I still am not a big fan. I think I like Antidote. It's just hard not to like. But then other than that, I like maybe two other songs. Oh, I like a lot to, of songs. Which one do you like better? Oh, Birds in the Trap is better, but I, there's a lot of songs on Rodeo that I like. I think, for me, Kid Cudi was a curveball. I know, I mean, people said it, so I knew it was coming, but like it was just weird even when people said it. Yeah. Uh, isn't Cassie on something She's on She's on the interlude, the smoke one, drink one, pop one. Yeah, I like that one. How I mean, how much more of a curveball can you throw? Yeah. Than Cassie. I, just Cass, I didn't know Cassie even made music stuff. <laughs> yeah, he caught people <laughs> off guard with that one, I remember. Yeah, so... I think it'll be weird. I mean, he'll have somebody that... He'll be like, he'll, what? Yeah, he'll throw in some curveballs, like I said, for sure. Yeah, so... It, it'll be interesting. Looking like, forward watch, to Watch that. the best song be like the one with fucking... Low Yachty or something. No, oh, that'll be trash. Something crazy. <laughs> if Tupac came back and rapped on there with Lil Yachty, it'd still be trash. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> um, so we got Mac and um Travis same week. Yeah, that's I'm, ex- I'm excited, man. These are all albums I genuinely want to listen to. Yeah, um, Jason Mraz is back. I, oh no! <laughs> I know, I know it's not hip hop, but I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a shocker to me. It's like Jason Mraz. <laughs> he still makes music. <laughs> I thought he was one of those typical like one hit wonder dudes. N- I no, I like Jason Mraz before. Um, I'm Yours came out. <laughs> That's the only song I know by him. Dude, I was on Jason before that. <laughs> but then, like, after that happened, I think... The thing is, I heard, like, some of his songs that were, like, just... Like, people liked. They weren't hits. So then when he hit the smash with I'm Yours, I think he tried to, like, make everything kind of sound like that. And then it went downhill because he didn't sound like that before right like <laughs> before I'm yours he was like actually kind of cool he would like rap and stuff in his songs so so <laughs> I'm curious to see what happens on this on this album honestly the last album was trash uh yes 2014 that's how long ago that was 2012. Dang, Jason. He's been making music for a long time. Yeah, that's your, that's your I boy, man. came out in 2008. Wow, 10 years? I can't believe it was that that's, long. Wow. Great song. The great song. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so 
such a vibe song. For sure. Oh, alright, wait. <laughs> you have to hear this. this I'm not going to play the whole thing, but listen. Yo, 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 brother A to Z. Yo, what's up, bait? Yo, what time is it? This is Jason Mraz. <laughs> it's laundry day. I, this is the song. This is where I heard him way before I'm yours. Well, let the geek in the pink take a stab at it. If you like the way I'm thinking, maybe wink at it. I may be skinny at times, but I'm fat full of rhymes. Pass me the mic and I'm gonna grab at it. Well, isn't it delicious? Crazy way that I'm kissing this baby. Listen to this. Don't wanna miss it while I'm sitting uh, some time. <laughs> it's not too bad. Does that sound like this? Does that sound like the same dude at all? No, not at all. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, what? What happened to that dude? The rapping Mr. A to Z. I I get it now. Mraz, I get it. But um Yeah, so <laughs> for you Jason Mraz fans, he is back. Uh four years. I'm not gonna talk about Jason Mraz. But <laughs> I was just <laughs> I was making a joke. You didn't want to do a deep dive? <laughs> no. I was making a joke to start just saying he was back, but then I started reminiscing oh, on Geek in the Pink days. <laughs> We're not going to Jason Mraz. We're not cutting. He reminds me of, uh, remember what Mike check. Posner used to be? <laughs> yeah. It's like what he tried yeah, to be. Right. It's like that. It's the same shit. And Mike Posner yeah. might have had a few more hits, to be honest. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, he tried to like break into like the, like the, uh, <laughs> you know, he tried to b- break into the other genres, and we just didn't let him in <laughs> for a while. Like he was cool, like he was down, like he used to make a lot of songs with Big Sean, right? Yeah. And then he tried to like switch it up and become like a more well-rounded and he just he just couldn't do it i guess i mean his latest yeah, I give it just... his latest album it's called mansions with a z uh-huh. it had dennis rodman on there <laughs> what the fuck dennis rodman <laughs> the basketball player yeah i think wow. it also had your boy sci high and uh, G Easy. That's crazy. I I think I did. I don't even know see, he was still uh, making music. Yeah, but isn't he? Isn't Mansions like with someone else? Um, I don't think so. Like just him, Mike Posner. That's what it said. Uh, oh wait, no, Mansions is a. Oh, it's a duo. It's him and somebody else. Yeah, like... I, oh, it's him and Black Bear. Oh, wow. That's who it is. Yeah. Oh, I actually like Black Bear a little bit. He's okay. Yeah. They're both strange guys, though. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. Um. <laughs> yeah, when I saw it, I was like... I, I did. I think I did see that Dennis Rodman was on there, and I just avoided listening to it. I can't but, blame you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're anyway. Yeah, we got side. <laughs> we're gonna come back to. 
We're gonna come back to some good artists now. Uh, YG's another one that's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw the um, little preview for that. <clears throat> um, I got big expectations for that one. Really? Big expectations? Yeah, because I really liked his first album and I really hated his second one. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, which was his first? My Crazy Life? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You hated the second one? Yeah, what Still was brazy? it? So Brazy? So Brazy? Still Brazy. Still yeah. Brazy. Yeah, I I, uh, I know hate's a strong word, but I, um, I don't think it's strong enough in this case. I thought this just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being, I, I listened to it I remember two times and the second time I was just bitching the whole time like I don't want to listen to this well I, I didn't listen to the whole thing I only listened to like the hits off of it so I'm, I don't really have an opinion on it but all my friends said it was really good you know they were like yeah man that YG is tough you know go you know you're sleeping on it I just stayed sleep on it though <laughs> I never went to it. <laughs> I didn't really uh, I, value I their opinions. But, uh, okay. <laughs> YG. We're ready for YG. Um, yeah, I guess this is a weird music week. But, you have any more music? Because I want to get into a quick deep dive. Ooh, no, I'm all set. Let's go for the deep dive. <laughs> I want to do a deep dive on Lloyd, the singer. Lloyd, when Lloyd first came out, I thought Lloyd was going to take over, honestly. What was that yeah. What was that one song he had that was just so, not not his feature on, uh, not Bedrock. His song? I believe it was his song. His first one? Was it true? You. Am I thinking? Are you, what were, you're talking about like his very first song. That's what you're saying? I don't know, but... It was, was you. Was it you? Yeah, and Get It Shoddy. Those, that was, those were the two hits on that album. Huh. This right here? It's a major move right here, baby. You gotta get with it and get lost. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this song was you. fire fire and then get it shot he was fire too like that was like one of the other Ooh. big hits this is and what wayne was on that right, too right. on the remix i think yeah so that was great um south side his little mixtape or whatever before those came out those that was just okay um yeah so then Lessons of Love came out, and All Around the World was on there. Great, another great Wayne duo. Great song. Um, but then the rest of the album was garbage. And like, I think he, I think one problem was Trey songs was like monopolizing the sex game <laughs> in music at that time. He he was at the time. Okay, you know I'm with you. Um, that was 2008, and uh, you know I think he tried to 
B tried to like break into the sex game. I don't think he, he and Trey didn't was, release enough hits. Yeah, he didn't, but on on his albums, when he was trying to release hits, he couldn't keep up with like you know, he thought he was gonna be the sex guy. Cause that was the same time. That was two thousand eight when that album came out. Two thousand nine, Ready came out. Panty Dropper, Neighbors Know My Name, I Invented Sex. Ooh. You know, he was not winning. You're not winning the sex game that year. Right. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> when Neighbors Know My Name came out, it was over. I mean, you could stop. So he came out with Lessons of Love Has, Treat You Good, Have My Baby, Love Making 101, Party All Over Your Body. Like, obviously he was going for the sex you know, right. the sex. Oh, sex education is the first song on the album, so he was going for that, and he couldn't beat. You can't beat Trey at it. So he, you know, girls all around the world was the hit off of there, and it has like nothing about sex in the song. So, um, you know, that was the first problem. Then this King of Hearts album came out, 2011. It wasn't bad. Cupid was a great song. Lay It Down was great. Um, Dedication to My Ex was okay. I think because he had Andre on there. Andre 3000 kind of saved him with that. Then he tried U2, which was trash. Uh, So overall, it wasn't good. And I think that... I don't know if his management or... Um, the people around him were steering him the wrong direction as far as him because his voice is too good to like have so much garbage he's got an album coming in like a month he does I'm, I'm getting there though I'm, okay. I'm it's like 2011 right okay, now okay. his voice was too good to have so much garbage so then he comes out with um, this uh yeah, he had a little he had a little mixtape that wasn't good, and then True EP. he came out with True EP. Yes, he came out with that. That on the song True, you know, he addresses that he got a new management team, right? And then he's going back to basics. He that you know he had a little acoustic version which was beautiful. Um, everything on True EP was. Good. I won't say it was all great, but it was all good. Heavenly Body was really good. Holding was okay. Little Wayne was a little what about bit. But the Playboy Diaries. Playboy Diaries was okay. I, it doesn't affect the timeline okay. to me. But um, he comes out with this. So this is a new management team. Then he came comes out with this new single, uh, Caramel, which was nice. He's butt naked on the album cover. <laughs> on the new one? <laughs> yeah, on Caramel. He's <laughs> you totally the, you naked. The guitar is not, not covering him? It, yeah, it is. <laughs> but everything else is wide open. It's, he's still naked. It's still a nude. With okay, the okay, that's little fair. guitar, neck of the guitar covering <laughs> his, you know, fig leaf in his crotch. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think that is the Trey songs not making a lot of music being his window to come in and like go back to try to love making songs. I think it's a wrap for his window, man. I mean, Jacquees just did it and nobody gave a fuck. 
Uh, Jacquees made a good album and nobody cared. Oh yeah, he did. But but Lloyd can't make Jacquees' music because Jacquees is like 22 and Lloyd is talking to like mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd is talking to the cougars at the club. All right, I, right, I think you know, not even the cougars. I, I think he's got to be Lloyd, real careful not to have a Nasir esque situation. <laughs> Right, exactly. So I and me, I'm a huge fan of Lloyd, and you know I've always loved Lloyd's voice. I think um, this is the chance for Lloyd to come back, or just fizzle, <laughs> completely fizzle out, or be just totally cremated <laughs> if he does. This album isn't good. He's ashes if this album isn't for good. For sure, it's but so far you got to give it up. So far, True is very good. This caramel is good. I don't love it, but I like it. You know, I it's in my playlist. You know, in my rotation. Um, for those who aren't familiar with Lloyd, if you're too young to remember 2004 and 2007, you know, Pete Lloyd. I really have said all the hits, so you just go back and listen to the hits that I named. Check them out. Um, in I'm looking forward to Lloyd having a good album. I do think this is going to be a good album. I think the new management has him singing about the right things. I think he's more honest now. He's not looking for, you know, I think he's more mature. I think he's going to be talking to a more mature audience than he ever has because he's older. And, um, yeah, I'm expecting big things from this album. Well, uh, wait, not big things. I'm expecting good things from this album. I don't think it's going to be any radio hits. Any, I don't think it's going to be platinum. But I think that the Lloyd fans and the R&B fans who aren't that familiar with Lloyd will, will Lloyd's name will be back in their minds. I do think that. So that's that's my Lloyd deep dive. Shout out to Lloyd. <laughs> I'm uh, really excited for the album. Uh. <sighs> For good and bad reasons, though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm excited. I'm to be honest with you, I'm not at all. I'm excited for him to try to come back, but if he doesn't, you know, it is what it is. But I like, I like new Lloyd music, whether it's good or bad. I like hearing it, hearing his voice. I'll, I'll but if tell it's you trash, what, in the same it's be trash. in the same vein that you uh, shouted out Lloyd, I'm not gonna do a deep dive. But speaking of R&B guys, I wish would make a comeback, a successful one. Shout out to Mario. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know why you talking about Lloyd reminded me of Mario. <laughs> but uh-huh. I'm looking I'm looking for that comeback. I'm on the lookout. Mario, drop an album, I'll check it out. I'm be the only Mario has a longer way to come back than Lloyd. You're probably right. You are right. Mario said only singles for like the last 10 years <laughs> he's had a full project in 10 years but I like I like Mario too though that first album was nice Turning Point then, was uh, so go it was everybody loves that year I think uh, the Usher album kind of like was the the one everybody remembers which one was it Confessions 
Oh yeah, yeah. So I think if, that was if way back. Two thousand four, I believe. Maybe yeah. And then yeah, I think Turning Point was also that year, and I think Turning Point was much better. Yeah, uh, yeah. Confessions Part Two. I mean, Confessions came out in um, two thousand four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Confession. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why people got so hype off of that. To be honest, it did have some great songs, but at overall, it wasn't all that to me. Caught up, great. Confessions, great. My boo, legendary. Rest of it. I could live without. <laughs> but all right, that's that's pretty much all. Oh I got yeah, for music. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was on there too. Ooh. Legendary, all time greatness. <laughs> Legend Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, I, that's it for the music shoutouts. Yeah, I think so. Real quick, <laughs> speaking of Mario. <laughs> This was such a great song. It came out, man. I don't know why, like, why he couldn't come up with anything else after this. Give a song with Nicki Minaj I kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one with Nicki, that was nice. I don't even remember the name of it though. I remember it was real offbeat. Whose album was it on though? I think it was just a single. Was it? I think it's called Somebody Else. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. It was a single? Yeah, I don't think it ever came out on anybody's album. That's crazy. I remember it on the radio a couple of times. Yeah, for a short amount of time, I should say. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so shout out to Mario too. Yeah, man, all the throwback R and B guys, we're looking for for look for y'all projects. Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> yeah, for Mario, <laughs> for Lloyd, and um, what is what about Trey? Like Trey songs. Yeah, what is he doing? I don't know, man, but he's featuring here and there. He's popping up. Slowly. Trey, we may get into a Trey deep dive next time. <laughs> Trey, Trey's got some uh, some classics under his belt for sure. Yeah, Cla- well, classic songs. You mean? Uh, sometimes it's just features, not necessarily his own songs, but I, I don't know about albums. Right. Yeah. Well, he's never really delivered. He's kind of like Jared Jeremiah. He's he's he has like, like you never forget about him, but he also never like, like completely goes crazy, you know. <laughs> Where it's just like whoa, like, like this is this is insanely good music. Like I never oh, I never I get, get that saying. from him. Kind of, no. kind of like Wiz Khalifa. I never get like, whoa, this is insane. I just get like solid tracks. From Trey, you're saying you get that too? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's tough for R&B artists to get give you insane insanity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
If you, uh, top of your head, what's your favorite Trey song? Song? Yeah. Top of my head. Uh, I don't know, man. I can't, I always go back to can't help but wait, because I'm a, I'm an old head. wow, you went. When it comes to that. You went to the (laughs) throwback. Yeah. (laughs) About you is probably my, like. More recent. Missing, missing you is really good. Missing you is really but, good. But uh, I think Say Ah. Shout out to Loso. <laughs> Say Ah was the one I heard uh, out m- more often. Uh, yeah, Say Ah was nice. Yeah, that was his really peak nice. for me. It was. That album. I bought that album. I think I still have it somewhere. That album was hard. Ready? Mm hmm. Great album. <clears throat> Bottoms Up is a pretty cool more recent song from him <laughs> that's not that recent though <laughs> well we that's more recent yeah what is that 20 like 13 14 <laughs> yeah yeah alright well uh <laughs> since your gym is basically a throwback too <laughs> go ahead and introduce it I just wanted to show a uh, show a local guy some love. Wale. The local. Oh yeah. Wale he comes Every- from he comes from the same area I do, kind of. Right. Well, a local high school, not too far from me. Um. Yeah, man. Okay. He, he's uh, he's kind of fallen off. We'll get into a Wale deep dive next for time. For sure, for sure. But yeah. yeah, Wale's kind of fallen off, but I think he's um. He gets a bad rep from people because he's like wild all the time. Like he's always, he always like sucks his own music a little too hard. Yeah, those are people who don't know DC people. <laughs> yeah, but I think he's just like he's not a typical industry guy, so he's kind of he's kind of like throwing people off, and I guess they don't support him. But I think he's made some good music, and uh, this is from his. Is a first debut album a classic? Yeah, uh, very classic. Not not quite flawless, but but close. Very very close. And uh, yeah, the song's right. called "Beautiful Bliss." Out the chair with the clippers, like Sean Lippin, thinking, mm, I'm trying to get it like Sean get it. If Lord giveth a meal in a milk, like skinned it. The slight blemishes in life system, but I'm giving the foundation when I write lyrics. That anvil night heart, minus bright knickers. Maybe not quite the star, but my heart's in it. <laughs> when Bret Hart meet Bret Favre, a sharpshooter well exceeding any figure fall. More or less six or more I invest in my larynx and lungs In this voice I project My project is like what pros inject And niggas so fly Should be drove in jets It's ironic they call me a fresh breath No joke You see them boys sign me to the skull, right? You know we get so better than this It's like sunshine on a rainy day It's like a high 
real, they wanna know just how it feel Who would've thought a little nigga from the Ville could get a deal And tell them niggas at the top, we want your spot, we are for real And yeah, we heard you got it locked, but like them socks, we on your heels So you best be on your toes, nigga, especially on your flows, nigga Cause man, they keep on checking for me, especially all your hoes, nigga Catch me on your doorstep, you see me, let me in All I wanna do is eat, I'm like the freaky lesbian No, all I wanna do is ball on TV, me ESPN They heard I'm about to blow, so all my enemies say let's be friends And all these rappers know just where I'm about to go, so catch me then Where all the girls we knew that scream, fuck you, gon' let me in I'm definitely in a class of my own, at dinner with hoes Hoping that he passed the baton, he just passed the Patron Ain't nothing given, dog, it's earned, if you just living, dog, you learn I let you niggas see the light, I'm like the prison yard I yearn for that living loss, but my mind ain't done yet Sit back and watch your sunrise, kick back and know your sunset Forever I ain't run yet, and never will Nas told me life's a bitch, Pac said fuck the world and I ain't come yet You up yet? My punchline's like gut checks I'm raw dog, I'm rough sex, I'm on deck, I'm up next I'm God bless, I'm success, so fuck stress You can get the fuck from around me And if you're listening, know you're wondering where the fuck they found me I'm from the Ville, what? Hey Wale, good looking When you spell out his, this is my When you slide the bitch And you round with tips And so you ain't bothered a bit <laughs> Another day it been my ES Alright, that was uh, Beautiful Bliss Wale, J. Cole Melanie, Fiona Yeah, shout out to J. Cole back when he was Real hungry Yeah, really Back when he was really coming for the top the spot yeah, because um, <laughs> he's pretty much had the top spot since then. That's the problem. Yeah, his run's kind of over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where's Melanie Fiona? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> in the depths of the music industry. <laughs> you know, um, fun fact. Did you know that Drake and Melanie Fiona, like, had a group together before they started rapping. I did not know that. Going solo? Yeah. That's... Would have been interesting. Wow. (laughs) Had it worked out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, who knows what would have went, would have happened. So, yeah. uh, Shout out to Wale. Shout out to Drake. I mean... Yeah, shout out to Drake and Melody and Fiona. And shout out to J. Cole, the artist formerly known as J. Cole, I like to call him, because that was a totally different J. Cole back then. <laughs> um, so, next time, I want to talk about collab albums. And, uh, you know, I just want to give a quick preview, because I do want to go into a deep dive about collab albums next time, if you're cool with that, Mike. Yeah, I got... Uh... Yeah, I got some interesting perspectives on it. Yeah, so that's on the docket for next time. Uh, hopefully Wednesday. You know, you know how we, we, we do. We should be folks. back on uh, schedule. It was it was my fault yeah. last few weeks. I'm back on it now. I'm here too. So uh, go ahead and hit subscribe. Subscribe to us. Uh, you know, keep downloading. You know, we're getting a lot of a lot of downloads. We're happy about it. Um, yeah, man, we appreciate you guys listening, watching. 
and being patient yeah. while we, you know, skip days, come back. We're, you know, we're fine tuning the podcast. We're getting better and better. Um, thank you for being on the journey with us. Those who have listened to all of our episodes, thank you very much. Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram. Again, go back to the other ones if you want it. We're not gonna say it over and over again. I'm gonna take us out on a throwback. Not a major throwback, but um, it's from 2007. <laughs> and because I want to get into collab albums next time, I'm going to do one of the first collabs I was exposed to at the time because I was a big fan. <laughs> and um, it makes it seems like a joke, but I really do love this song. It's one of my favorite songs ever. So uh, I'm going to let it take us out. Mike, you got anything else? No, man. I think that's it. On that note. (laughs) On that note, this is my uh, exit throwback. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah, see you guys. That's my girl. True that. That's my girl. That's right. You with me, homie. Marion, yeah. Yeah. She's so bad, she like when my truth sag My tattoo, she like that Anything she want, she got that Them other bras can fall back, they hate Cause they wanna be where you at She number one like T-Mac What nigga gonna do you like that? You got baby, you got that Good stuff, good enough Good and only can't get enough That's my girlfriend That's my girlfriend Yeah.